I'm your host, David Nage. This is Baselayer, where institutional investors come to learn about crypto. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Baselayer podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of ARCA, where David Nage is a principal. ARCA is not responsible and does not verify for accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. The podcast series does not constitute financial advice or other professional advice or services. Please do your own research. This is David, and this is your new episode of Base Layer One. I'm really excited about because I love the world of gaming that intersects with the world of blockchains and digital assets. I have Gabby Dizon with me today, the co-founder of Yield Guild. Gabby, how are you? Hey, thanks for having me, David. Really looking forward to this. Uh, for those that don't know, YGG, as we call it, uh, was setting out on a mission to introduce as many people as possible to the concept of play to earn. This is a notion I have talked about on the show for probably about a year now, where you have the legacy world of games, and there's 3 billion gamers around the world, just so you're aware of that data point, who are, in many ways, putting money into a siphon. Uh, They buy a game, they download a game, uh, and then that game has ways of drawing more fiat, cash, whatever it may be, So you have to purchase new skins, you have to purchase new powers, you have to level up, et cetera, et cetera. And so the world of digital asset blockchain-based gaming has introduced this notion, which in my opinion, again, my opinion, but I think it's shared by others, is going to lead to massive adoption, is this idea where you can play to earn. You play a game and you earn a digital asset, which you can then, obviously, if you want to exchange that for another digital asset or do something with it, you can do that because it is your own asset. And so this idea, I think, is incredibly powerful. And so, Gabby, if you could, before you talk about YGG and everything that you've been doing there and the mission how you came about it, what we'd like to do with that kind of a backdrop, how did you get into this mm-hmm. world of blockchains and digital assets? What really brought you into it? And what really inspired you to create YGG? Sure. So um, my background is as a game developer. So I've actually been making games for 18 years now. I was part of the team that created the first game out of the Philippines back in 2003. Um, In 2014, I founded a mobile game studio called Altitude Games. So we were creating games for iOS and Android devices. And these are mobile free-to-play games. But in 2017, we heard about Ethereum and the concept of smart contracts, which really blew our mind then. I had heard about Bitcoin a few years before, but I wasn't really interested in fintech, so kind of just ignored it while my friends played around with it. But when we heard about what you can do with with Ethereum and smart contracts, started getting really interested in uh, we were experimenting with it to see how it could potentially disrupt the game industry. And while we were doing this experimentation, CryptoKitties came out and it was the, uh, ETH Waterloo at November 2017. And that got me really hooked, just seeing that you can do um, unique representations of assets sitting on a blockchain that is independent from the 
content where it's created like that really blew my mind so I, I've been in the NFT space since then. So been doing NFT since early 2018. We developed a blockchain game called Battle Racers, which is inside of Decentraland, which we shipped in 2019. And in the last year plus, I've been really focused on the intersection of NFTs and DeFi. And at the same time, I've been one of the earliest uh, players, community members of the game Axie Infinity, which... Um, even uh, like two years ago, they were already experimenting with with kind of putting DeFi elements in uh, NFT-based games. Right. And what happened was that last year, um, Axie introduced this mechanic that would become the basically the precursor of the play-to-earn movement we have now. So uh, Axies, you you breed to Axies to create a new one, which is no different from CryptoKitties. But they introduced uh, a game resource called SLP or Smooth Love Potion. So what happens is that you play the game, you you play the game against another person, and when you win, you win SLP. And this SLP is something that you have to pay as a resource and burn it in order to breed new axes to create a new one. So in uh, I guess in a practical sense, this controlled the breeding of uh of axi infinity the problem with crypto kitties is because you can kind of like just breed as much as you want what ended up was that there there had a there became a kind of over inflation of cats basically there's too much of them and um like each one um, ended up not being worth that much mm-hmm. and to combat this mechanic in axi they uh yeah basically introduced slp so what would happen now is that you had to have proof that you were playing the game and winning, which is how you get SLP. And this is what you pay as a cost to create new axes. So this was a great way to kind of um, ensure engagement. Right. But the genius thing that the Axie team did was that this in-game resource SLP, you could sync it to your wallet so it would become uh, basically an ERC-20 token. And if you do this and put it in Uniswap, then you can swap it for ETH and then eventually ETH for fiat. Now you could uh, basically um, trade the time and effort that you put in winning the game for money, right? And that's what kind of swapping it for Ethereum to, to fiat is. And what happened last year was that during the early lockdown here in the Philippines because of the virus, um, a lot of people were out of jobs. They were getting desperate. There was running out of money. And they discovered this game in uh, in Cabanatuan City in the rural Philippines. And uh, they started playing, earning SLP, selling it for Philippine pesos. And they realized that the in-game economy of Axie Infinity actually paid them more money than a minimum wage job here in the Philippines. So for context, minimum wage job here is around 200 USD a month. Mm-hmm. And Axie was paying something like uh, 300 to 500 USD a month in SLP. And the amazing thing about this is that the the game developer, the Sky Mavis team, they don't actually subsidize the price of SLP. This is contr- completely market-driven, which means people were buying SLP to use it to breed new Axies for it to have value. And yeah, that, that was a really amazing eye-opening experience wherein you could create basically a a game resource put it on chain have it become a token exchange it for ether 
um, ether to pesos, and now you're trading your your effort inside a game for money, right? Right. And yeah, that was super mind blowing. And there were so many people entering the game here then from the Philippines because the uh, the early people who had played the game earned money, posted how they earned money, and then everyone wanted to come in. So I was selling axes to a lot of people who were coming in. A lot of them didn't couldn't afford the team, which is somewhere between 200 to 300 bucks back then. And I would lend them the axes and told them, you know what, like, here's some axes, play the game. When you, uh, when you earn enough, just pay me back. And to my surprise, within like two or three weeks, I would actually get the purchase amount back from these people and said, wow, but like this thing is amazing. And I think we can scale this. And that's how Yield Guild Games was born. So YGG is what it is now is a play to earn gaming guild. So we invest in games and NFT assets that are yield producing. So, um, most of, uh, most of the money we spent on is on building, um, our, what we call the scholarship or the lending program inside mm-hmm. of Axie Infinity. So we bred thousands of axes. We lend them out to people who are earning an income in SLP. And then we do a revenue share, but these people who are coming in, like they don't have to pay the upfront cost of breeding the Axie because we're doing that ourselves. And um, yeah, we're just splitting the revenue between the players or the scholars, their managers so and ourselves. I want to interject here. And this is really important. And I hope thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and I know that they do because they listen to the show, but I want tens and thousands and millions of people to hear this because there has been, and I'm going to use a word that we use within the industry, FUD, about how this whole world of digital assets and blockchains has destroyed the climate, has created no real good use cases, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all of their typical kind of negativity. You are telling me, and I think you also talk about this in some of the recent uh, blogs that you've had, that people there in the Philippines are able to make more than their typical monthly revenue, their, their, their wage, by playing this game. So they're able to buy food for their family, buy diapers for their children, by clothes for interviews in the future, they're able to actually sustainably keep their family afloat during one of the most difficult times in human civilization that we've had because of a digital asset based a video game. <laughs> yeah. A video if game. <laughs> you, if you were listening to this right now and you have said Bitcoin is destroying the earth, there's no use cases for these, you know, digital assets, stop right there what gabby is telling you and there's evidence of it there's videos of it too and there's plenty of evidence and data to supply this they have gone from about 2000 players or mm-hmm. those that are representing in the in the guild to 16000 members since march that's right that is amazing growth and why is that people if you're listening to this why is that that is because ygg it's giving them very similar to what we hear, what we see here, here in the States. You have this idea of providing students or people who need to 
recalibrate their career, a subsidization, basically, where you'll say, okay, for the $15,000 or $20,000 that it's going to cost you to go through your courses for your university, whatever it may be, you know, we're going to pay for that. But then when you get a job at Google or Facebook, wherever it is where you go, you're going to start paying us back once you have that career, once you have that, that, once you have that salary. It's not that dissimilar. Would you agree with that, Gabby? Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, there is definitely a similarity there. And I think the most remarkable thing is that I think for pretty much like, I mean, in crypto, you at least have to start with some money to make money. And with what we're doing at Yield Guild, you can start with zero money. You're contributing your time and your skill with a skill that people thought wasn't worth anything. Like, you know, like a lot of parents have yelled at their kids for gaming all day because it's like, you know, that's not really a skill that you develop to get ahead in life. But now you're using that skill to actually earn money and uh, be able to earn enough money that not only are you putting food on the table, but you're able to invest in a better life. So yeah, that, that is pretty revolutionary. So it started with Axie. And obviously, for those that don't know, we're very big fans of Axie over at my firm. Um, and so full and fair disclosure, yes, we are investors in Axie Infinity and we have been for over a year. And we're very proud of that, especially with what we're you know talking about today with the work that they're doing with YGG. So talk to us about how this grows. So you have Axie, mm-hmm. which is obviously the first there that was the linchpin. What other yep. games are out there or what's the the kind of the plate, if you will, the, you know, we had the, the appetizer, what's the dinner, what's the dessert, what's else, mm-hmm. what else is out there of course the next six to 12 months that furthers this. And I know you also have expansion plans into, I believe you're already in Indonesia, Brazil and Venezuela, but you're looking for uh, partners in That's Thailand right. and a few other places. So talk to us about That's the right. games, the games that continue to uh, you know off- be offerings there. And talk to us about the growth. Okay. So uh, first of all, I'd like to zoom out and talk about, I guess, how we look at it philosophically. So we really believe that um, pretty much the, the metaverse, which means uh, these games and virtual worlds that people will be visiting online that have kind of an economic backbone, which is uh, backed by basically digital ledger or blockchain technology, I think this is really the future, not only the future of games, but also the future of work. There's been this kind of dystopian future being painted where, you know, there's going to be a lot more jobs in the real world that are going to be lost because of AI and automation. And if this happens, what do you think are people going to do, right? They're going to go online and play games, look for jobs and look for games where they can actually make money. So this is already starting. And Axie has been, I would say, kind of the powder keg for play to earn. Um, but we, we've started investing assets in different games that we think will be, um, providing play to earn opportunities for people in the future. So, for example, um, Formula One, uh, Delta Time is a game developed by Animoca Brands, um, which is a officially licensed F1 game. And we have an esports team there that's competing for leaderboards and rev token rewards. We have Sandbox, um, it, which is kind of like a blockchain version of Roblox. And what excites me about that is that it's not all about being a player. There's a lot of leeway for different kinds of skills to come in as 
an artist, as a level designer, as a content creator, as someone who creates avatars. There's a lot of leeway for creativity for people who are, you know, not necessarily just gamers to come in and create something that other people would uh, find value in. We've been investing in other games such as Star Atlas, which is a science fiction game, Illuvium, an auto battler that is coming out uh, later this year, Guild of Guardians, which is a kind of action RPG with uh, with guild-like structures. So yeah, so this is how we think like the world is going to evolve and that a lot of value that people are going to get in digital assets are going to be in cooperating with each other in the form of different kinds of games and virtual worlds. And we want to be the, I would say, the aggregator on two ends. One is the, the assets, the NFT assets that we invest in. We want to invest in it as a guild and provide it to our members so that they don't have to bear the upfront cost of going in and buying these assets. And right. second is that we want to onboard millions of people to the metaverse. If you will, we are like the kind of employment agency of the metaverse because we, when buying these assets, we need the people to work in these games and earn an income for them to have value. So we are also recruiting people from around the world who are gamers, who want to earn money via these digital assets, um, who may not be able to afford them. So yeah, so that's that's what we're doing at Yield Guild. So... We'll talk about the Series A, which uh, you just, I believe you announced this week. So we'll talk about that briefly. Mm -hmm. But just to give this a little kind of perspective, if you will. So I think it took you about seven or eight months from October 2020 to May 2021 to onboard YGG's first 1,000 Axie scholars. Then between May and June, where we are now, Mm -hmm. the Guild nearly doubled its scholarship base to close to 2,000. So That's right. That is amazing growth, uh, and congratulations on that. Would love to just you know, quickly, you. I think we've talked about why that's happened, but just quickly just talk to you talk to you about how you're executing on that. And just to give another data point for those that are listening, the scholars, which Gabby talked about before, have collectively earned 14 million, give or take SLP. Uh, that's the smooth love po- potions on Axie. An in-game reward mm-hmm. token in Axie Infinity, as I alluded to, valued at almost $2 million. That's real mm-hmm. money, people. And this is helping people. Again, I want to hit on that point. This is helping real 90% people. of that goes to our community. <laughs> this is helping real people who are suffering, in some cases, because of the virus and because they're living in, in places that are being adversely affected by it. This is a real-world mm-hmm. example where digital assets are helping people. And so when you think about it, take that away. So again, just very quickly, uh, again, the the scholarship growth from 1,000 to almost 2,000 mm-hmm. nearly in the last month. Uh, just very quickly, how are you executing on that? And then the Series A, talk to us about what the Series A uh, is allowing you to do. I think we already talked about some of the new games that you're going to be bringing into the fold. But what is the Series A funding allowing you to do? All right. So uh, for the scholarship program, what we implemented from the very start was that we set out to automate it via smart contracts so that um, we wouldn't have to do things manually. And this set us up with the infrastructure so that we could really scale. Unfortunately, the gas on the Ethereum network was kind of very uh, like spiky um, in the first few months of the year. 
so that there were times when like we it just didn't make sense for us to spend ether on gas so that we can onboard more scholars and our uh, our waitlist actually just kept piling up because there were just so many people that wanted to be in the program and uh last month um axie released their ronin sidechain so it's the sidechain to ethereum that the axie team is using for its kind of uh ecosystem and once we were able to migrate there things just really sped up so much um and yeah that's how we've been able to kind of do mass breeding um get a lot more scholars in and basically double within a month so it's like we're making up for lost time when we couldn't do these things because um, because of high gas fees on on Ethereum. Right. So like for us, like we we really want to uh, like our 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 north star is really we want to scale the impact that we're giving out to people as fast as possible. So that's why we're mass breeding. We need teams of axes to onboard new scholars so that they can start earning SLP and they can art, start earning for themselves. And that's also why we uh, raised the uh, the Series A round. So it was led by Bitcraft. So in in our seed round, uh, which was led by uh, our friends at Delphi Digital, um, the seed round was uh, mostly uh, crypto funds and um, NFT angel investors. So in our Series A, Bitcraft came in to lead the round. And for those that don't know, Bitcraft is one of the most respected games and esports uh, VC funds in the world. So this was a signal that the game industry to play to earn seriously and with our contacts our bitcraft we can basically knock on any game company uh we can knock on the doors of any game company in the world and tell them about nfts and play to earn and tell them like this is serious this is a thing like do you do you want to get, get on this trend while it's still new right so uh yeah so we've been joined by some kind of great partners and it's going to be hard to name them all but sure. um we just filled out a wonderful round of people who really believe in what we're doing scaling the impact via games via play to earn and yeah we'll basically be continuing to do that scaling in different countries um like you said earlier with different countries in southeast asia and latin america we'd love to get to the african continent as well and we would just love to just spread the scholarship program, invest in more games, and build a world-class NFT esports team um, so that we can have competitive level of gaming at the highest levels. Amazing. So, uh, Gabby, where can people, I always like to give uh, you know folks and guests on here just a second, where can people learn more about YGG if they want to just read up a little bit more about it, you know, even if you know people want to find ways to, you know, either participate, you know, either as a gamer or something of that nature, where mm -hmm. can people learn a little bit more about what you guys are doing there? Sure. Um, home base is on Discord. That's where our community of 16,000 people gamers are. So that's discord.gg slash YGG. Um, Twitter is where you can find most of our information, twitter.com slash yield guild. Um, and our uh, medium is at yieldguild.medium.com. Awesome. Gabby Dyson, co-founder of YGG. Uh, I was really excited about this conversation and it did it justice. Again, thank you for what you are doing there. As I said, again, time and time again during this conversation, you are impacting real people's lives, giving them a way to feed their family, to help them through a very difficult time within this world's history. 
thank you for that work and congratulations and we'll be talking to you soon thank you david and i'll see you in the metaverse Thanks for listening in to Baselayer. If you like the show and all the different guests that we've brought on, please give a like and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you do listen to the podcast. Also, if you want to have a conversation or reach out to me, you can reach me out on Twitter at David J. Nage. And let's talk there. Or also you can find me on LinkedIn. And I look forward to having great conversations with you all about digital assets.